Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, and this is episode 90. I know I said I wasn't really going to announce episode t- uh, uh, numbers, but this is actually my 90th episode, so I figure I'll at least do an anniversary announcement. This is my third month of daily podcasting. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I hope you guys it, uh, um, hope you guys enjoyed my interview with uh, Baldi Chawa and, um, and my Beach Thoughts episodes. Uh, I wanted to do those because, you know, I wasn't really driving anywhere for those days as much because I was up there. I, I drove up Friday morning, got up there, got a bite to eat, got checked into my hotel, went straight over to where I was going to be working at for that day and was there until midnight. And then Saturday, Sunday, um, I was off. You know, I was just hanging out at the beach and I was like, I need to record some podcast episodes. What am I going to do? Well, I woke up Saturday morning at about like 4 or 5 o'clock. I slept in a little bit because I had such a long day on Friday, you know, because I started driving at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, Got there around 11.30 uh, because I stopped for breakfast. And uh, then, you know, uh, like I said, checked in, uh, ate, checked in and all that and then went went and started working and got done working right before midnight. So, you know, I slept in a little bit. I slept in about five, um, you know, uh, I think it was the second or third snooze, which normally I don't do, but it was, you know, it was a long day. It was almost 24 hours. So, you know, I, I, I allowed myself a couple snoozes. And then I ended up later on because I wanted to see the sunrise. So I figured, you know, worst case scenario, I'm going to get up. I want to see the sunrise. I know it's going to be about 7 o'clock when the sun rises. So I'll get up, do that. And if I am dead tired afterwards, whatever, who cares? I saw the sunrise. I'll go take a nap. So, yeah, just catch up. And so that's basically what I did. And I woke up, went out to eat, um, and just kind of hung out in Kitty Hawk. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but after the first time I did that, I was like, wow, that was kind of fun. And since I'm not really driving anywhere, why not do beach thoughts? And we'll do a couple of them, you know, cause I'll be here for a week. So, you know, why not? And, uh, yeah, so I record them. I hope you guys enjoyed them because, you know, the car, the car is like my unofficial co-host, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, it's here. You hear the background noises. I try and uh, record in my car as much as possible. There have been some times where it's just like I, you know, I've got stuff I need to do, so I'll be working in my office and in my my personal office, and you know, uh, you know, so I'll record the episode there because I've got stuff I need to work on. I can't just hop in the car and drive around on the weekend uh, all the time. A lot of times I have errands and stuff I have to run, so I'll be out in the car anyway. Um, but my interview, uh, tomorrow with Doug, uh, Howarth, he's the, uh, CEO of multi-dimensional, um, economic evaluators or me, uh, dot Inc. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, have had a absolute blast getting to interview him. I am really excited to share this with you guys. This episode will air tomorrow. Um, 
yeah, just just a phenomenal person to talk to. Uh, we had a lot of fun, and uh, you know, it was a good interview. And this is, I mean, what he does. You know, it sounds all complicated and technical, and uh, but he breaks it down so succinctly on how um, the idea of supply and demand, or in his case with his company, what they look at is value and demand. So. Um, if you're a small, medium, large, gigantic business, if you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, and you're just starting out, his methods uh, apply at every level in every every field without fail. And it's brilliant, you know, uh, how simple it is. It's something that we do every day. Uh, when we're buying things. So it's just one of those things that a lot of companies don't look at. And I'm not going to really go into more than that because I don't want to ruin anything in the interview. But um, he's really shaking up the industry and in a good way. You know, it's, it's, it's something that's much needed and much overdue. So I am super excited. Um, you know, he's fantastic to talk to so you know I'm glad that I'm able to bring this interview to you I'm so excited and uh, thankful that uh, Logan uh, Tyler Nelson uh, he's a podcaster but he also connects people he connects people who are uh, in you know who are looking to be on podcasts with people who have podcasts and uh, me and him were chatting I told him about what I did we had a voice call um told him about what I did and he was like dude I've got some people that would you like to have do you do interviews on your show would you like to get some people on for interviews I said well I don't do a lot of interviews I'm still kind of trying that out and testing the waters but yeah absolutely if you've got people that are interested in being on the show you know by all means I'd love to have them on my show you know and the same day we had this conversation he's hooking me up in uh facebook messenger and getting me in group chats with with uh, both baldeep and uh and doug and um you know uh just you know phenomenal interviews both of them phenomenal people both of them uh with with uh baldeep uh I didn't really have any lead time on that because I already had a bunch of episodes already recorded because I knew I was going to be on vacation. I didn't know how much work I was going to be involved with with getting these computers going because when it comes to migrating a computer from Windows 7 to Windows 10, and this is true even on a personal level, a lot of times you don't always know what you're going to get into or what changes you're going to have to make or things you're going to have to fix after the fact. And that's true with anything computer-wise when you're upgrading software OSs. Um, sometimes you just can't foresee what's going to happen. Like, you know, when, uh, with my parents' Mac, you know, I literally had no idea that, you know, this was like several iterations ago. Um, but one of the times it upgraded, they had, it had been years that they had been using their Mac and literally the, the computer just needed to be wiped. You know, it was, there was some, some build up, some software problems that they hadn't told me about because they feel guilty asking me 
for help because they know that's what I do for a living. And if you've listened to my previous episodes, I don't really do that on a personal level anymore except for for, for them and my wife because obviously my wife. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah, they, they had not told me some stuff about what's wrong with the computer, you know, some software that started messing up. And when I upgraded to the new OS, it magnified the problem. So basically I got all that done week later, realized that the computer's in terrible shape. You know, I'd went to visit them, terrible shape. Okay, let's fix this. And so I spent my day over there basically backing up all their stuff, mm-hmm. wiping the machine back to zero, setting their accounts back up, and then restoring their data. So, um, you, know, you never can tell. So I wasn't sure how much work I was going to be in with these machines. Um, so I was like, okay, let's record, let's record, let's record. So unlike this episode that you're listening to right now, where I have a day's lead time for Doug, um, that one I had none. So as soon as I put the episode out, you know, I was like, okay, okay, it's good, here's the date, here's the link, we're good to go, um, and, you know, it was just, uh, that was it, so, so yeah, this one I've got a day's lead time on, thankfully, (laughs) because uh, I was like, okay, yeah, I've got episodes, uh, I'm gonna put this one out on Saturday, because I thought I had an episode for Friday, uh, for this morning, and, um, I look, I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to record one more episode, because if I don't, there'll be nothing coming out tomorrow on Friday, so, um, so yeah, and, uh, you know, it was just, it was a pleasant surprise in a way, and, uh, you know, it was really, really good, because, you know, it gave me, you know, a little bit of intro time for this, and, uh, because I'm kind of, I'm kind of superstitious in that way. Uh, I guess you could say, because I don't mind, like, telling you guys I have an interview coming up, but I feel like, almost like I'm going to jinx it. Not that the interview wouldn't happen, but that there'd be sudden scheduling conflicts or problems with audio or something. Something would come up where it's be like, oh, well, okay, this didn't really work, and now I've got to re-record, reschedule, blah, blah, blah. And so that, you know, I don't like to... Uh, announce like, oh yeah, I've got this person and they'll be on this day until I've actually got the episode recorded in the can. Um, I've trimmed it because what I'm doing now is actually recording through Skype or um, Google Voice. And so, um, you know, there's, you know, I hit the record button and then we talk or go through the, what the episodes uh, or my, my interview style. And then we both agree that we're ready to get started and then I hit record or then I've already hit record so then we just start the episode so I just trim off that first you know 15-20 seconds after I've hit the record button um and I hope you guys have enjoyed these interviews I'm different I'm a different type of interviewer uh, most people have questions already that they're going to ask every time for an interview and then they just customize the questions a little bit or tinker with them to make them fit into the person that they're talking about, um, you know, because they want a structured interview or there's people that, you know, um, send the questions to the to the people they're going to interview ahead of time and have them write down the answer so they kind of know what to expect, um, you know, stuff like that. There's tons of different ways people interview, 
Um, I choose none of those options. Basically, my style of interviewing people is just I want to have a conversation. I just want it to be organic. <clears throat> so, you know, I'm going to start off. I've got, you know, and I, I've, I've told you guys this. I just, I have some things about the person written down on a, on a post-it note. Or in my case, um, for the inter- interview with, with Doug, Actually, it was on a piece of, uh, it was a post-it note, but it was like the non-sticky, like little notepad um, from the hotel. (laughs) So, um, you know, I used that instead. And it was actually quite funny. I did a a video uh, for LinkedIn where I was staying out in the ocean. And, of course, as you know, one of my podcast episodes was recorded in the ocean, uh, where where I was standing in the ocean. And... Um, I'm walking out into the ocean with my cell phone and my headphones in, recording a video, and I've got this, like, post-it note in my hand. And the first thing I think of as I'm walking out there is, like, dear God, please don't let these people think I'm, like, going out here to commit suicide to try and drown in the ocean. Um, Because (laughs) I'm walking out with my cell phone. I'm recording a video. It's obvious because I'm holding the phone out. You know, I'm recording this video, and I've got a note in my hand. You know, so I'm sitting there just playing this whole scene like, yeah, I've seen this in a movie before, and, you know, there's going to be a lifeguard um, running out, like, don't do it, or people are going to be, like, waving at me from the pier, like, don't, your life is worth it, you know, come and, you know, let's go have a drink and talk this over or something. You know, the whole time I'm thinking this episode or this, you know, seeing this play out in my head, and it was kind of funny. Um, but I recorded the whole video without being tackled and, and saved, so that was good. Um, and then that's where I got the idea to record the one where I was actually staying out in the ocean, um, just because I had uh, I had done that, and I was like, "Well, that's pretty cool." So, thank you. You know, it was a it was a lot of fun, and yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so I tried that, and then I I went out in the ocean several times. I enjoy uh, being in the water, especially when it was warm like that. I know that breeds hurricanes, but you know, there's nothing wrong with getting in a nice warm, uh, water and just, you know, enjoying the feeling, the regenerative, uh, feeling of being in the water. And thankfully I didn't get attacked by any crabs or, or, uh, fish or anything, sharks, uh, there, I did not see any sharks. I saw plenty of, plenty of fish. I saw plenty of crabs, um, out there. Um, but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. And, you know, I had a, I had a great time out there. I really enjoyed myself. Um, I'd never been to the Outer Banks before, so that was a cool experience to get to be a part of because the Outer Banks, um, is, is a long drive. You know, I can get to, uh, Wilmington, I can get to Myrtle Beach, I can get to uh, Hilton Head quicker than I can get to the Outer Banks. I can get to my hometown of Ohio quicker than I can get, get to the Outer Banks. I can get to Tallahassee, Florida, or Jack, yeah, I think it's Tallahassee. The one that's the state capital. Around, um, anyway, I can get to, <laughs> I can get there. Um, you know, there's a lot of places I can get a lot faster and I can get, get to the Outer Banks. I can get to, uh, Virginia Beach. I can get to Richmond. I can get to, I can get to Knoxville, Tennessee. I mean, I could probably name a thousand places that I can get to in half the time 
as you can to the Outer Banks. So I'd never been. You know, it's a long drive. That's a lot of investment to make when you can get to a beach or really anywhere else quicker. Um, so, you know, it's not something I ever planned to do, but hey, you know, work once to send me there, sure, no problem. But yeah, so all in all, I mean, it was a positive experience. It was a lot of fun, and, um, you know, I got to try out some new things. I got to see the uh, the uh, Wright Brothers uh, Memorial Park, um, which was awesome to get to see where the actual first powered flight happened, and to get to see the markers where they actually landed the plane. There was a huge boulder uh, where the plane actually took off, where it actually took flight each time. They did four flights on that day, on December 17th, 1903. Um, And it's actually the 115th, this year's the 115th anniversary of the first powered flight uh, that was at Kill Devil Hills, which was the dunes near Kitty Hawk. Um, the reason, what I was told, the reason that the, the place was named Kill Devil Hills is apparently they made a lot of rum. And of course, if you're familiar with uh, history, you know, and pirates, uh, you know, there were a lot of pirates in the area. A lot of pirates. As a matter of fact, Blackbeard was a notorious pirate around the North Carolina area uh, at the time. And I'm pretty sure everybody knows who Blackbeard is. So, um, or Edward Teach, as he was known by his uh, legal given name. Um, but anyway, so they made rum on the Outer Banks in this area, and the story goes that somebody made a comment that this rum was so strong, you know, um, that uh, if if the devil drank it, it would kill him. Like, even the devil couldn't drink this stuff. It was so strong. And that's, so that's where the name came from for the for that area of the of the dunes of the Outer Banks at the time was Kill Devil Hills because that was uh, a comment they were like oh well that's kind of snappy we're gonna name our town after that yeah <laughs> so I yeah you know, I'm not sure how they said that back then you know in the you know fourteen or not fourteen in the late 1700s early 1800s or whatever but yeah so that's where it got its name. So it was cool seeing where the plane actually took off, seeing where the plane landed, you know, and the four different flights that they made that day, and the dune behind it where they actually tested their gliders before they, you know, got the engine designed and built. Um, That was just, it was amazing to see and to be there and to be part of that. Um, You know, and and I saw the presentation. I went and saw the memorial. Um... You know, I saw the replica, though I have seen the actual uh, Wright Flyer one um, on display at the Smithsonian, and it is actually the original one. Uh, it was rebuilt because after the flight test, there was a huge wind gust that came in, and the plane got tumbled end over end, um, and it got damaged, but it, they rebuilt it, and then, of course, it's in the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., uh, and it is actually the original plane, the one that flew on the beach uh, in the Outer Banks. So that's really cool because I had actually seen that. I'd been to both Smithsonian's uh, for air and space. Um, and uh, so I had actually seen the real Wright Flyer 1. And, uh, <clears throat> of course, if you heard my episode where I was talking about when I was in Germany, 
you know, there was that small replica of it in the uh, Munich Museum. And so I was telling people, like, yeah, I'm from North Carolina, where, where this happened. I'm from there. And, they were, you know, everyone was really amazed. They were like, oh, yeah, we know where that's at. Yeah, yeah, Outer Banks. And I'm like, yes, that's where I'm from, except for not the Outer... I'm not from the Outer Banks. I'm from the state <clears throat> that the Outer Banks is a part of. And uh, so, yeah, that was a blast as well. But it just had a lot of fun out there. And, you know, probably end up going back at some point, you know, with the wife actually on vacation. <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh, but yeah, so all good things. And I'm just super excited about how the show's growing. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the show, for listening every day, and for just being awesome. I mean, it's, it's really great, and I appreciate it. And uh, hope you guys have a fantastic day. And with that, I'm going to say, Car Thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you, guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.